Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast with Alex Kirby, where we focus on helping you level up your green industry business. Whether it's marketing, finance, employees, or strategy, we talk about everything on this show to help you apply it to your business and change your family and company's future for decades to come. Here's your host, Alex Kirby. What's going on, everybody? This is Alex from the Green Up Podcast, a official new podcast that we rebranded to be Green Industry Focused. We're going to be doing a few episodes here. We've got a room full of guys. If you're on the, if you're watching on camera, we've got a room full of guys. No offense, girls. There's not girls here. It's not just like guys. There's actually guys over here. Um, by the way, did, did y'all see any female like girls at Equip today, like their own business? Besides, was Beck the Beast there? She was there today. Beck the Beast is tight. Spouses doesn't count, Jake. You have a spouse? I'm 18. Jake's eighteen. Jake, I got married at twenty-three. I got a girlfriend, okay. okay, what's her name? Shout out, Annalise. Annalise, Jake the lawns care kid. Jake, you're not the lawn care kid because there's already a Jake's lawn care kid, right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Anyways, I'm with Sam Badgett today. Badgett, not Padgett. Badgett. Badgett. Mm-hmm. Dude, I know a guy I went to high school with named Sam Padgett, and mm-hmm. it always throws me off in my phone when you text mm-hmm. me because I'm like, oh, I haven't taught that guy in 10 years. <laughs> so I'm always nervous that it's not him. Sam, we're doing quick episodes here. We're here at our Airbnb house at Equip. Um, it's pretty sweet, by the way. But a little bit, just tell people you've got a pretty cool story. You're how old, your favorite baseball team, and tell us about your company in 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 23 years old, favorite baseball team, Boston Red Sox. Um, <laughs> Water bottle. Um, I'm a Braves fan. Started the business 2017 with Joseph, who's in the room. Yeah. Um, split ways. Um, just been growing the split uh, ways, Joseph. We were partners. Okay, what sounds a little personal. I drove everywhere. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, went, yeah. went, went separate ways, went separate ways. Um, and then did it like part-time through high school, part-time through college till COVID hit, dropped out of college. Where'd you go to college? Uh, chat tech, like, chat, chat tech, like bum school. Like I couldn't get into anything else. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you did. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I dropped out. <laughs> so, um, it was a good decision. Yeah, it was. We'll get to uh, that in a second. Dropped out, and then we've been growing the last couple of years. Um, one point what? One projection point this year? Three. So. Three, ten guys-ish? Around that, yeah. Solid. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to talk to you about, because you have a different philosophy, and probably a lot of guys listening to this in the room don't know this. You are pretty, I don't want to say narrow, but you're pretty focused mm-hmm. on a certain customer. Explain why that is, because one of the things we talked about tonight um, for people listening is how to add services to grow your company. But you've sort of been really like focused for a while before you did that. Explain like your perfect customer and why that's been such a good fit for you up to this point. I think really more of the high end customer who's willing to like pay for the service and is not necessarily focused on price to focus on the quality. We're communicating really well. We're showing up when we say we're going to show up. We're providing a very high quality product. Um, I think that's been our biggest thing and if it's from maintenance to cleanups to installs um we don't do too much maintenance mm-hmm. anymore it's more of the cleanups and we're just known in our area for cleanups but it took a lot of discipline mm-hmm. to do that because at your young age you're 23 right yep 
at a young age, it's hard to say, okay, we're not going to chase the revenue, but we're going to chase the customer. Does that makes, yeah. and that would you agree? Yeah. That's what you did. Mm -hmm. How did, what made you, and this is like a real question. What made you trust the process on that? I just think it was like, I don't know. It was that I would say like, it was trusting in God's plan for what we wanted to do. I think that was really the biggest thing of realizing, like I had this vision of, we want to offer a really high quality product. We, I knew where we wanted to go mm -hmm. and had that and just really trusted in the, the process and his plan. I think that's important. So, I, I, that's a great answer. I think that obviously God in his direction is the most important direction. Yeah. Cause if you go his direction, you won't fall off the path. Yeah. But number two is I just think it's important for people listening, watching, whatever, as we were talking about in our big group setting today is like trusting that you see the vision for where you're going and not chasing this call and that customer and that HOA and the new thing around the corner. And that's, I think that's interesting that you've done that. Talk about like quickly, cause we're not doing short, these short episodes, not quickly, but we're doing it fast. What has been the biggest challenge in the biggest blessing so far in business in four or five years you've been in business? Mm. Biggest challenge. Yeah employees yeah employees employees that's the biggest thing tell me I a think. horror story horror story I love it it's halloween time let me hear it mm. i'm trying to think i mean you've had guys fall on chainsaws before and oh that, that's God. stuff like that that's real horror um while they were running oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. stitches or oh, like saved by grace of god like <laughs> oh my god it is cut that. Cut, cut pretty good through the leg how many what, what happened got way too close to the person who's cutting Walk right in front of him, tripped, fell right on it. Does he still work for you? Oh no. Okay. No, no, no. no. So what happened? You workers? He could file a workers' comp claim, or um, he was. Yeah, that's really it. Just went to workers' comp. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a pain. I had a I had my first case of workers' comp this last summer, mm -hmm. and it was a guy who faked it. Hmm. So he and his like crew, my crew leader, he was a crew leader, and my his crew guy. It's a true story. And if you're listening, I'm not going to say your name, so it's okay. Uh, we're calling Bob. Bob uh, was mowing his first lawn of the day, and apparently he, I found out later, he was hungover, so he didn't want to work that day. And he fell, you know, like a fence where you like open it and there's like a gate lock, you know? Mm -hmm. He like fell off the mower onto the gate lock and hurt his rib. And um, he didn't know that customer had a camera setting. So I called said customer and said, hey, can you give me the footage of your house today? Couldn't see anything that happened. He went to file workers' con that day, never got it through. I fired him the week after and never heard from him again. But workers' comp scares me to death. And if you don't have workers' comp, if you don't know what that is, you need to get workers' comp because if someone gets hurt working for you, they need to have, you need that workers' comp so they can get their money paid from workers' comp and not from you and or sue you for not having workers' comp. That also happens. I also got audited. Let me keep going on the workers' comp yeah. thing. I got sued. I almost something I got sued. I got audited by workers' comp one time. And they always try to give you like extra fees. They'll be like, Oh, you didn't pay enough in. I'm like, That's your problem. You didn't charge me. So anyone ever has that happen, just push back a little bit. Yeah. But okay, chainsaw happened. Chainsaw. Um, that's that's been difficult and i would say going back get back to the workers comp thing same thing oh, get got audited for like 20 grand this year you did so, yeah i just did audit story and then you got hit with an audit man yeah. oh my gosh yeah um we got it down to like nine grand but because yeah. you push it back and it's like mm -hmm. eh, I, I think it's fake mm -hmm. they just go oh you didn't pay enough and they have no reason yeah. that's the worst i had to pay about nine grand one time i threatened to sue it didn't work but hopefully yeah workers comp sucks okay so um one final kind of question 
how at your age, because you're 23, you probably face opposition and pushback from some clients who are like, you know, treat you a little bit differently because you're up, you're selling some service. Like, dude, you're 23, bro. And then when you hire people who are older than you, is there like a tip or like a thing? Is there anything you say to them to like, or, or is it because like you have this voluptuous beard and it just makes you I think you the look beard does a lot of work. 32 um, and you're not 23. Yeah. Or, um, I think <laughs> I think it's the beard for yeah, sure. It, most beard accounts for a lot of mm-hmm. it. Um, I Me would too. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> I think for like an employee standpoint, it's having them buy into our mission, into our core values mm. and to see like there is a future. What are your core values? Um, it's we over me, um, integrity, world-class service and attention to detail. Okay. We're going to end on this because I bet you 90% of people listening don't have a mission statement or core values. How did you, when did, what made you come up with those and how do they affect your business? So like, I'll tell you for trifecta, we implemented it a couple of years ago. And we, I always said our core values are a filter that every decision, action, um, and reaction should be filtered through. So that was like a little phrase we said. If you think you're going to do something, think of it as a core value. If you're not going to do something, see if it fits the core values. How, what made you decide to do that? So really, um, about 18 months ago, I joined a consulting group. And that's really where it started from yeah. building that uh, team culture. Because the hard part was I was working in the business yeah. plus doing all the quotes. And I was in the field all day. So building that culture so that we could hire the right people into the right places. Um, we just sat down as a team and really I put, we, I had everybody do like the SWOT analysis. So we just break everything down. Um, everybody came up with their own core values. We came together, wrote them down into more wow. description and just, that's the ones we ended up with. Dude, so. that's so great. SWOT, SWOT analysis is strengths, weaknesses, mm-hmm. strength, weaknesses. Oh, um, help me someone. Threats, yes. opportunities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do it every quarter. We're going every quarter. Mm-hmm. I do it every week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> every, that's good. Um, Sam, that's, that's great. So let me kind of last thing as we're blitzing these. Um, what would you say you're most looking forward to over the next 12 months in your business? I'm asking you this so that people listening hopefully will apply what you're thinking for themselves. What, what are you most looking forward to? I think really just growing um, our brand and what we have to offer, like on the hardscape side. Um, yes. Uh, building that and being able to help offer like clients that outdoor living experience that they've always wanted. Mm. I think that's a cool thing we've gotten into this year and we've transformed some backyards that were like just plain dirt and like their dogs are torn up all the grass to yeah. like, places that they'll be proud to invite people over to and like showcase. I mean, there's one street we've done, um, in one of the cities in our area. And I mean, by the end of the year, we'll have spent at least two months just in that neighborhood and work. And it's because of word of mouth, seeing our trucks you get, we've, I mean, it's, it's just keeps going around and around the the wheel, the wheel method, which means as long as you keep someone in the wheel and Mm -hmm. you're around them enough, then they'll never leave and you'll get more people to join the wheel. That's so good. Sam, my man, thank you for being on the show. We're doing quick ones. Appreciate you, dog. Sam Badgett, make sure you hit him up. Southern Standard Landscaping. What's the handle on IG? Uh, I should know that. Southern Standard Landscaping. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Hit him up there. Um, Sam's out of Georgia. And uh, we're here at Equip Expo 2023. You guys, thank you for being, um, you know, listening to the Green Up Podcast. This is Sam Badgett. We are going to go to the next one. We'll talk to you guys next time.